Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Hey, what's up? It's Lee Michael Kimbrough. How you doing, Nasty Boys and Girls across the world? Pause. They're great. They're great. I'm glad that you're doing good. We're doing good. We're doing really good. We're doing a little remote one. Yeah, a little bit remote. We're outside of the Devoraporium 2.0 when we're yeah. up here at the very heralded Go Bananas Comedy Club Oof. in the green room. Steeped in legend is this green Steeped room. Steeped in legend. There have been a lot of horrible things yeah. that have gone on in back here, but it's cool. Yeah. It sounds good. It's our home turf. It's nice that when you sit on the cushion on the couch, it doesn't have any bend. Yeah, zero. It's covered in cum. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's very crispy. Mm. It's very crispy. You can bet that if you come into the green room at Go Bananas, you're probably going to see something a little gross. Yeah? Do you want to put money on that? If you wanted to, I think you could probably go to mybookie.ag. Wow! And since we've started this show, people ask us all the time on who to bet on and where to bet, who to bet with. And, you know, we always don't know who's going to win, but we do know where to go. And the answer is an easy one. It's my bookie. My bookie! Between their live in-game betting and their endless prop bets and their fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sportsbook business, they've been good to us, and we know that they're going to be good to you, baby. They're hooking it up our listeners all month long. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code... Nasty. Nasty! When creating your account to claim your 50% bonus, that means if you're laying down 100 bucks, you've now got an extra $50 to play. If you're laying down 50 bucks, they got an, they're going to front you 25 That's a good deal. Okay, that's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G with that promo code. Nasty! You play, you win, you get paid. And I burped you, right at the yeah. very end. <laughs> You know what? When you get paid, you know what happens? You get laid. That's right. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed? Well, then listen up! BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color, not the smell. (laughs) BlueChew brings the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you can benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. That's right. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps your follow-through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. (laughs) They're made in the USA, and Blue Chew prepares and ships direct. They're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code armchair. Armchair. Just pay five bucks for shipping. Easy. 
Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code armchair to try it for free. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Our pills may may be soft, but after you use them, your dick won't be. That's right, baby. Come on! Chew up that Blue Chew and get it going on late into the night. Late, because you know know how you're old and you need to sleep? Yeah. Well, fuck that. Eat a dick pill and you're up for weeks. That's a fact, man. Have you been sleeping well lately? Yeah. Have you? Man, I've been burning it on both ends, dude. Oh, really? I've been getting... Not... I'll go, like, on Monday and Tuesday, I'll go and get me, like, nice, long, 10-hour sleeps. Ooh. Other than that, man, I just been burning it, man. Last weekend was Blink. Mm-hmm. We had ourselves a good old damn time. Yeah, we did. That was fun. So do you think, you know, you're sleeping 10 hours Monday, Tuesday, that, like, you fuck up your schedule for Wednesday, Thursday, oh, Friday? Oh, totally, man. It's we. I listened to this podcast about sleep, and it was the scariest shit I've ever listened to. How so? You can't... Sleep doesn't work like that. If you need 40 hours in a... Say just a round number. Say you needed 35 hours in a week. You, you get five a day. You can't have yeah. no sleep and then 10 hours for one day. It's yeah. like, it's just about getting into that deep rim cycle. Yeah, consistency. And, and I am not there, man. I'm... No. I'll get into bed early and try to have a night in, and you just stay up. Yep, because you're just locked in on that couch. Yeah. You're just relaxed, and you've already, you don't have a routine. Yeah, for sure. You're just locked into the act of doing nothing. Right. Which is not as sweet as sleep, because when you sleep, you're just, you're not even you. No, you're out. Nothing you're is other better world. than sleep. <laughs> Where do we go? What's a dream, Bill? Dude, a dream How is... was your week? What's a dream? What's a dream? Yeah. Uh, what are they? Uh, it's just, you know, when you close your eyes and your brain starts to turn on you, it reminds you of all your fears and failures. You know, that, dreams. That pineal gland pumping out that DMT, baby, taking Oof. us off to another plane. Yeah, which is scary sometimes. Yeah, oh yeah. Nightmares? Do you have nightmares? Sometimes. Yeah, I have bad, I have bad dreams. Sometimes. Do you have? Do you vividly remember them? I vividly remember them for like the first thirty minutes of my day or so, mm-hmm. and then just kind of try to push them out. I haven't had a dream in a really long time that stuck with me all day. Yeah, but those are just you know. What's your worst? Like, what's a typical Billy nightmare? Uh, I'm falling. Okay, I do that a lot. I'm yeah. falling a lot, and then right before you hit the ground, you wake up. Yep. Yeah. That one, and then. Um, there's like groups of people coming towards me. Claustrophobic dreams. Yeah. Me too. Like I'm in a corner, there's a mob of people. They don't even have yeah. to be zombies. Right. They don't even have to be coming after me. No. It's like remember that scene in Inception where oh, yeah. all of a sudden the people just start coming towards yeah. Leo and uh Ellen Page and they get so out of scary, it. Dude. Right, that's frightening. I've had that that one or like they all tackle. That one's weird. But I haven't had like a nightmare lately. I just have I dream, like, I know I have dreams, I know that they're there, and then I wake up with a feeling. Yeah. Of, like, either, like, guilt, despair, despair, I'm happy. Yeah. Or I wake myself up snoring, and I'm like, oh, Oh, that's that's guilt. Snore boy. Do you think you'll ever get the mask? Is that a thing that you should have? Like, not, is it that bad? No. You don't strike me as, like, a horrendous snore. Oh, I'm very bad. Oh, yeah. Well, because, like, I have terrible allergies. Like, right now, so it's fall. Windows are open. 
but there's still that the allergens coming from the leaves falling. So I sound a little more stuffy than normal. Yeah. But that's because it's coming in, and like Alicia will wake me up in the middle of the night, like, "Hey, you snore like a fucking walrus." Yeah, man. Molly's a snorer too. My girl snores. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. She keep you up. I can block it out at this point. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's kind of a comfort. She has a struggle uh, going to sleep too. So when I hear her sawing logs, I'm like, all right, I can turn at the sports center and turn it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah as long as fine. she's snoring, I, it's like a good gauge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 like yeah. if she's if Molly's snoring her ass off, it means I kind of I I'm good. Yeah, you're fine. Like I I'm as long as she's snoring. So I kind of have grown to love the snore. Right, she's snoring. I can stick it in. We're yeah. good. We go. <laughs> yeah, baby. That's how she likes That's it. That's it. Yeah, surprise. Alicia will film me. Oh, she'll film you snoring. And then she'll wake me up the next morning and go like, this is what you did to me last night. That is a filthy tactic. (laughs) Yeah, it's disgusting. Alicia plays those. The first lady plays those mind games, son. Those aren't mind games. She's just being petty. (laughs) (laughs) You took sleep from me and here's why. (laughs) With photo evidence. I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's not like I go to bed like, I'm going to choose to snore and keep my wife up. It's such an odd thing that that you said... That kind of simplified it for, like, a dream, you'll wake up in a mood. Yeah. You know, people say wake up on the wrong side of the bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens chemically in your brain when you're asleep, it, it oftentimes it'll, you'll wake up from that experience and it will determine your day. Yes. How you feel and go around. That's so wild. It's insane. And we don't really even know. I say we. I'm talking about, like, scientists, people right. who work on it. They don't really... We don't know the science behind all of it. No. Like, we know what chemicals are released, yada, yada, but we have no concept of what the fuck is going on. No. It's, but anything with the human body is just a really good guess. Yeah, for sure. So, because it's constantly changing and we're evolving. Yeah. So you never know. And we don't know shit, dog. We know nothing. We don't know nothing. We know everything and we know nothing at the same time. This is a cool room. I mean, just to spice it up, give you guys... We're sitting in the green room. We talked about that. There are a bunch of posters with people that we know and love. Yeah. We've even got, we've got a fuck you, we like the Bengals throwback poster yeah. with Sam and Alex. The That's boys. pretty neat. Yeah, I'm just My trying. face is in here a few places. Yeah, there's Bilbo right there. And that one rules. And there, oh, and there you the go. Shout out Zach Powers. And then there's that one I made, the Hub open mic poster. There it is. Very beautiful. Yeah, is it? It, it's a photo it's, I just made it on my phone I was like we just gotta get something out there yeah no it looks good dude I had that that was in the bodega on Maine I stuck it behind the door that was there for at least six months which one? The bo- like the bodega in between oh the- yeah, yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah I remember that yeah so it was there for a minute and then all of our faces are in here. Oh, like, yeah. The There's a, literally a picture of me, you, and Alicia, and Ran, and Chris Seamer. Yeah. A significantly skinnier Chris Seamer. Yes. And Ran. And Ran. And I'm the same. Which is, hey, you're not fatter. <laughs> Feels like it. Well, you're not. <laughs> I know. It's we got impressive. We've got photo evidence it's, right there, man. It's crazy. Well, I... But I, this is... I mean, there's so much... Like, this club's been open... As long as I've been alive. Yeah. Um, well, as Go Bananas. So, like, you know, it's crazy to just be back here and, like, so think about who's in. Think about who's been nervous in this room. Yeah. You know, you got Chad Daniels as a feature act back here. Right. Just, like, kind of tapping his toes and figuring out what to do. Tommy Jonigan. Tommy Jonigan, Tom Segura. Stan Hope. Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle. It's insane. Yeah. The list just goes on and on. And then even think about this, like... 
The first comic to ever perform at this club when it was a funny bone was... Who? Jerry Seinfeld. No. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Ask Cooper. God, that's so crazy. And it makes me feel better. It makes me feel so good to know that at one point in time, Jerry Seinfeld was working the funny bones. <laughs> that is a good yeah. feeling. Well, here, let me make you feel worse. 20-year-old Jerry Seinfeld. 20. Yeah. Headlining? Headlining. Child headliner. Oh, I didn't even realize. I don't know my Seinfeld history well enough. Did he, he start when he was 15? He started like when he was like 17, 18, and then, yeah. Yikes. Crazy. Started in New York when, you know, they needed comedians. When you could make a career out of it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, wouldn't that be wild? Be insane. Um, I mentioned Blink. Dude. What's Blink? Describe Blink to the people, Bilbo. Blink, if you don't know, it's the, uh, I guess it would be considered, I think it is the world's largest art installation. Really? Yeah. Expands all through downtown, starting with Finley Market and ending in Covington with... People putting up displays. They were illuminated, putting like, uh, like making art on the side of buildings by projecting them on. Yeah, uh, there were like a, a light show more or less. Shows, yeah. But I mean, like crazy, not like laser beams, like pew 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 pew. Like that was a cool one. Yeah, well, that one with that hallway type thing. Yeah, that was sick. That was insane. But I mean, you're, I'm talking like some art installations, some light projections onto these old beautiful buildings that are your brain has a hard time conceiving them right it looks like the building is melting and they're covered in these geometric shapes and these like you know these pixel pixelated things going into more pixelated things morphing around the windows and then there's like all the murals across cincinnati where they're also like they've turned them into animations yes dude it was so cool my big complaint so between the first one and, and the last one uh, the first one, they used more of the murals that we see every day and animated them. Rosemary Clooney. Yeah. Rose- Ezra Charles. Uh, Charlie Harper. Yeah. Um, the uh, the birds on the side of that one. But, like, they instead made more murals and just lit them up with a spotlight yeah. in Finley Market. Where I was like, cool, but there's already, like, nine down here you could have taken the time to do. You're correct. The Which, good thing is that the byproduct is that now Blink is over and we've got ourselves a half dozen more murals. Exactly. It's a fucking mural city. Uh, minimum. Yeah, it's really cool. I they mean, put in eight new ones in Philly Market. Yeah, and we're not talking murals three, 10 by 10. Three story tall mural. Gigantic, huge, massive. I mean, the Ezra Charles one downtown That's is great. so badass. But they didn't use it. I know. But I just but it's so cool. It's it's, it's an eighty foot tall Ezra Charles. And then you also there's a ninety foot tall James Brown. Yeah, dude. How did that not get it's already psychedelic looking, the mural itself. You could have played with that. Yeah, a lot. How do you not do that? They left some meat on the bone, but I a mean a ton of meat on the but, bone. Yeah. But the, I, I hope they don't take two years to do it again. It's crazy it took they had a two year gap a year gap before this one. And for some reason it somehow still felt rushed. It's there were artists still painting murals that weren't the done The day yet. before. Yeah. No, yeah. still on Thursday and yeah, Friday. Yeah, There was one in Finley Market that was done on, like, Saturday night. Then they actually had an animation to go with it. I'm like, why wasn't this done prior? Why weren't they... So, like... And also, it was too long. Like, to start at Finley, and it seemed like it was in bunches. There wasn't, like... There, it wasn't a continuous string. You would walk... There would be, like, long three and four block... Holes. Journeys between the hub or the between the blink points, you know. Yeah, and there should have been more if you're going to stretch it, put people along that path, 
and have more shit. Yeah. Like, smell, like, oh, this is going to be cool. Kind of boring. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's just the rainbow from Burning Man, and then for some reason a gum machine that they're just shooting air into. Yeah, with, and, and with then, the gumball machine? Is yeah, that what you're talking about? Yeah. And then the focal point was supposed to be the Roebling Bridge, and all they did was just put lights on it? Yeah. I mean, there's... That's like, okay, cool, but that's your focal point? I think it's kind of a waste. I think it was underwhelming. They could have done up Roebling a lot. A lot. I mean, it's under... I I understand the undertaking that has to be, but when you say something is the focal point, you better fucking follow through. Yeah. Also, the sequel is always the hardest. Right. You know, the first one is the first time anybody in Cincinnati had seen anything like that. Anybody ever. Yeah. That scale... It's good. You're going to come back the second time. Yeah, I can see. It was a little bit underwhelming compared yeah. to the first one. But it makes me hope that, like, they'll just do this. At, at the end of the day, it was over, like, what, close to 2 million people? Yeah, and it was 2 million people. And to speak on Brad's behalf, who was on last week, 43,025 people rode the streetcar. Dude, there were some crazy pictures of... It looked like fucking Packed. Japan. Yeah, dude, it was it nuts. It was wild. I rode it one night, and then you know how like, there's that <coughs> middle accordion part? Yeah. I was... It just leaned up against it like the sitting. Like the rubber. Yeah, just pushed. And I'm like, this is great. It should be free all the time. Yeah. Make it free. Make it free. It doesn't... At this point, it's not about the money. It's about ridership. Well, it's a, it's a failure money-wise. Yeah, and it has, and but if you look at it, forty like sixty percent of it was private money. Yes, but so just yeah, exactly. Just make it yeah. useful for the city. Yeah, make it, and you already sold the you sold the naming rights to it to Cincinnati Bell, mm-hmm. and you have Nick Dumb Lachey narrating the motherfucker. Little bu- little money made. Done. Now just run it, and then what happens is people come in and use it for commerce and like make it more functional. People use it. Yeah, just hop on it. If I like the other day, I was walking from. My apartment to go to the dentist, which is in Found Square. I was like, I'm not. Gonna, I was like, I could just hop on on 12th, but I'm not going to pay a two dollars to that, do it. That's it. It's such a fast trip, and it's such a small area. Mm-hmm. Make it a quarter if you're going to pay. Mm-hmm. You know, make it a quarter. Yeah, it is a fun experience. They didn't put it in to make money off of the rail. They put it in to make cincinnati of us as a city make more money exactly have people so come there. so just do that use it as a conduit to get people into the different parts of your city exactly yeah because i love the idea of like the the line it just connects yeah it, it just, connects it connects the banks <coughs> to otr and then the spots in between I, that's all it needs to be and you know what like fucking Kansas City's free, and their ridership numbers are nuts. It's yeah. the same length of the same cars. Yeah, almost the same city. It's basically the yeah, same. Yeah, basically the same fucking town. Yeah, and people ride it. Middle it's of the free. country, blue-collar-ish, you know? I don't know. I haven't... I've lived in Cincinnati for five years and have spent two nights out at the banks. It's the worst. It sucks, but if I could hop on the rail car the, for free... Yeah. And go down the Jefferson Social and get a taco at midnight. Yeah, I would, I would hang out. I would do that. Yeah. And that's I the, would hang out. Yeah. I would go... And, like, it opened my eyes when doing Redskins. I was like, oh, yeah, I could just hop on this and get off and I'm right at Arnold's. At, at, yes, exactly. For, for, yeah, might as well, instead of getting a bird or paying an Uber or walking. Yeah, I bird my ass off around this city. I did bird to go to the dentist. I, Dude, I bird all the, best. the time. You know what it is, is... It's, it makes it, 
it gives you like a like an incentive to not drink and drive. Yes. I'm not saying bird drunk, but I'm saying you leave your car yeah. in downtown Cincinnati or Newport in my instance. Yeah. You walk home, you you bum a ride home, you figure out your ride home and it gives you're like, well, at least in the morning yeah, I'll, I have to spend three dollars on a fun little scooter ride. Yeah, it's great. Like it, it honestly does. It saved me a lot of grief. Yeah. Also, like you know, it's a fun way to get around just from point A to point B, of course. But then on top of that, like you said, leave your car. That's a cheap Uber for you to go back. Oh, anyway. dude, <clears throat> from Molly's place in OTR. Yeah. To Newport, Kentucky, is nineteen minutes, and it's never been more than three fifty. What? Cheap. That's awesome. Cheap. That's so much fun. I think the rates might change depending on the day, kind of like Uber or whatever. But, I mean, shoot. Mm -hmm. On a Wednesday morning at 1030, Mm -hmm. it's, you know. Perfect. You get across the fucking river. You go to a different state for four bucks. That's a deal. You engage your core the whole time. (laughs) You're hungover. You got the wind whipping on your face. That's the best way to wake up. Makes you feel good. It really does. Take a bird to the coffee shop. Wake up on the way, get you some yeah. caffeine, then you're feeling good. See, I birded to the dentist and then got up, got back on my bird, went to Avril Blah for lunch. Oh, Avril Blah. The yeah, best. They smack, yeah. Dude, got a pepper jack sausage on a brioche bun. Come with, on, daddy. With some bread peppers, then ate it, got back on there and went home. Fuck yeah, It dude. was the best. That's what I like. It was, see... Good job, Daddy. Bird City, USA. You did it. Tweet, tweet, man. Tweet, tweet. How does it work for the city? Is it just bird making money hand over fist? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just drop them off, pay a couple people to charge them. Yeah. It's so funny watching, like, one dude on a bird carrying 12 or, birds. Or, dude, I've seen guys riding, like, three birds at a time, like these fucking uh, experts. Yeah. You know, they've got, like, a foot on each one. They're bird and skiing. One, they're bird skiing, man. I've seen, there are guys who are really making the hustle. I saw a dude uh, super early in the morning. I had to wake up early as fuck a couple weeks ago for some horrible reason. I can't remember. Yeah. But it was like 6.30, and I and I was walking to my car downtown, and I saw some dude. He was down on Vine Street with a truck, with a trailer. Motherfucker had 30 birds on the back of Chuck them in. Just make 400 bucks. I wonder how much it is to charge, how much you get paid. Who knows? I mean, on the app, whenever you open it up, it always says, like, do you want to be a charger? Be a bird be, charger. Be a, yeah, help. Give us a hand. I'm going to look it up right now. It would be worth... I mean, it's a side hustle. It's like Ubering. You yeah. Know, it's just like the weird app share community world that we live in now. It's so wild. Man. I well, just, I forgot the internet sucks here, so... It's very bad. That's one of the downsides of here at the green room at Go Bananas. They don't have to be in the moment. You That's know, it. What are you gonna do? We got we got the slideshow. That's really all that matters. That's all that matters. Um, let's uh, speaking of all that matters, uh, the National League is set. The fucking Washington Nationals. Now, I would like to say that I will toot my horn. Toot it up. What did I say after the Reds got swept by the Nationals? The Nationals are a problem. They said they're going to go on a run and they're going to get to the playoffs. I yeah. didn't say the World Series, so I'm like, they're yeah. a good enough team, they're going to do it. Were they, dude, man, they were petering. Dave Martinez's head was almost on a platter at the All-Star break. Yeah, he was toast. Yeah. Also saw this today. Uh, at one point, the Detroit Tigers and the Washington Nationals had the same amount of losses in May. 
like number wise, like thirty one. That's wild. And then the the, the Tigers finished with one hundred and fifteen losses or something crazy. I I saw it today on the. Um, the, the Fangraphs group. The, no, just, irrelevant, they, but they've just got such a strong team. That starting the pitching left, is bananas. The, the, the starting pitching, obviously. You go. You've got what Corbin as like an afterthought. Yeah, Corbin pitched five and a third and had ten Ks. Strasburg seven and two third. Or no, Animal Sanchez was seven and two thirds of no hit baseball. Yeah. And you throw Scherzer out there who can pitch seven innings and. Give up two hits and have ten Ks. Dude, it's my. Oh, then you're followed by Strasburg and can pitch seven innings, ten Ks. Yeah, I know. He has a .96 ERA in the postseason career. Silly. Strasburg does. Yes. Just clutch as fuck. Bumgarner yeah. numbers. Yeah, mad bum numbies. That's one mad bum numbies. <laughs> no, I. It's it's been fun to watch. I loved seeing the Cardinals get their dick beat in the dirt. We talked about that Dodgers National yeah. Series. I mean, that was something special. That was amazing. That was such a great series. It really was. That was that was your NLCS. Looking yeah. back at it, because the Cardinals, their bats just disappeared. Just see you later. Mm, bye. You, they're mm. relying on mm. like they've got their pieces, obviously. But I mean, you're not going to go to the World Series if you're like fingers crossed that Harrison Bader gets hot. Right, and which he did, and that put propelled him. And yeah, no, he did at the end of the season. Yeah, but it's like came back you're, you're, you've, you're, you've got like your yeah, because he got his ass sent down. Yeah, you're just you can't win a World Series when you're hoping to catch lightning in a bottle. Nope, you need to have known entities. You need to have Carlos yeah. Rendon batting thirty three thirty in the fucking postseason. Yeah. And Rendon has been doing that. I mean, that homer he had off his shoelaces was just incredible. But. Um, also, what was great was seeing Tommy Edmond get his dick put in the dirt. That was nice. With so many people talking so many things. Like, if I had, if I had eight Tommy Edmonds, I'd probably make the play. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Probably no, you not, wouldn't. though. Probably not. Stop, stop overhyping. Stop it. And it showed. The only person who showed up that series was Yachty. Yeah. Because he is the cornerstone. Once the Cardinals, <coughs> the Cardinals lose Yachty, oh boy, it's going to be beautiful. Wheels fall off, baby. Completely. What's he got? Two seasons max? Max. Maximum. Yeah. He's what, 72, 73? I, I bet you. I think he's 36. I bet you he retires this offseason and does the Jeter tour. Oh, uh, yeah, that can make sense. He strikes me as that kind of person. Yeah, schmuck. Yeah, a fucking schmuck. Who, Fuck that guy. Yeah. I. But the the American League, Yeah. no huge shockers. What, so far this series? I mean, Yan- Yankees-Houston. Yeah, knew, that's, we, that's what we, we were on. We knew, the, that, we knew that that would happen. Yeah. Who put up a fight? The Rays put up a fight. Yeah, they did. They took him to five. Lex and Tony and Chaz Rowe went out there, had a couple nice innings. Yes, he did. Uh, and so, so did uh, uh, Diego Castillo. I love that dude. That dude's got heat. 99, 100-mile-per-hour fastball. Yeah. Falls it with an 86-mile-per-hour slider. Get He's out. moving. Fuck, it's beautiful. But, I mean, they put up a fight, but so far in this series... It's crazy that the first game, Grinky got shelled. Yeah, rocked. Shelled. Rocked. He is a ghost of his former self. What was it? Four or five earned runs? Yeah, and like three and two yeah, thirds. Yeah, he got. He was throwing watermelons, baby. Mm. It was like three and two thirds. He pitched like five. But overall, you went out. You gave up a chunk of the farm, and you think that you're getting 2016 Grinky. You're but getting you're a not. name. 
Well, he was good in Arizona, but he's not right now. He's gotten figured out, and he's not blowing the ball past people. Mm-hmm. He's got to hit his spots. He's not doing that. He needs to become a finesse pitcher, and you can't just change that at the end of a season. No, that doesn't happen in a week. No, that happens a couple months. That happens over struggling for two seasons. Yeah. Well, I don't think it'll be that hard for him. He's no, but you know what dude. I'm saying. You yeah. got to reinvent yourself, right? Which pitching at this level is a thing that you can't just. It just doesn't happen. No. Yeah. So it's just it's it's crazy <clears throat> to see that. But then Garrett Cole, Jesus fucking Christ, he yesterday. is a world beater. Dude. Do you realize that he has not lost <coughs> in his last 25 starts? No shit. Yes. He's whatever and O. Yeah. He. The, has the, not the Astros haven't lost a game with him starting in twenty five consecutive. Correct. Where is he next season? Free agent. Yeah, no, I heard. I this. I bet you he goes plays. In, Yankees. Yeah, he's, he's either Yankees or the other coast Angels, and they just they got to throw money at him. Oh, dude, he after this postseason. He's yeah. like a two hundred million dollar pitcher. Easily. Yeah, man. After the past two years he's complete had. and total dominance. Yeah. And he grew up a Yankees fan. Man, fuck the pirates. Yeah, <laughs> they are idiots. Singer ball, singer ball, singer ball. No, it doesn't work for me. No, man, he throws ninety eight. Yeah, he'll blow it past he you. He throws ninety eight with a little with twelve sixer. Fuck. He's Yeah, Garrett Cole's so nasty. He's a Yankee. Yeah, I mean, he, there's, they showed a picture of him yesterday in Yankee Stadium for a World Series game. I forget which year it was. I think it was like, I think it was 98. Oh, for real? Yeah. So he grew up rich? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. dad was a Yankees fan. Yeah, that's cool. So uh, I, I envision him going there and they'll throw the money at him. They, they're they the Yankees. They have it. It doesn't matter. Nope. We'll pay the luxury tax. Got it. Yeah, sure. We're we'll, fine. Yeah, just put it on the tab. Yep. Put on the Steinbrenner bill. So, that, I mean, but then you follow that with Verlander, and that's just filthy. I th- I think the Yankees are going to lose in six, as much as I hate saying it. Already down 2-1. They might steal another one. They have to steal two more. Yeah, I don't know. It might be five, because three, four, and five have gone dead in their lineup. Man. Edwin has nine strikeouts this series. <coughs> Sanchez has nine strikeouts this series. The judge no is a hits. ghost. Judge isn't as much of a ghost, but uh, Brett Gardner you, is the only person who hit righties or was the best hitter against righties, non-existent as well. <coughs> the only person who's paying off and is, get, is getting on base is Glaber Torres. Are you okay? Yeah, sorry for these calls. You are dying. Yeah, I don't know what is going on quite with it. That. You're getting jeweled over. I'm coughing. Uh, is Glaber Torres, who's hitting like 400 this series. Yeah, Glaber, And DJ baby. LeMayhew, who's just... Been on fire the whole season. The entire year. Got best signing in baseball. Yeah. Best signing of the year. For yeah. Sure. Which was insane. He batted what? Like 340? Yeah, he batted like 329. For the season. Yeah. It's so crazy. Oh, man. I Wild. So, I agree. I mean, I'll say six. Yeah, I'd say the Yankees will win one more in, in New York. Right. So, then that be tomorrow. They'll win tomorrow. So, that puts us at, uh, yeah. That ties it back up 2-2. No one saw And then it. Houston just takes the next two. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Because, but, well, the, actually, that's interesting because you have... You've got Granky going tomorrow, and then you're right back with Verlander, Verlander Cole. Cole. 
Over. Fuck. Over. Over. Don, you, you bet you bet on the horses. How insane is a World Series where you've got Verlander, Cole, Grinky, Sanchez, Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin. Jesus. Just, I mean, every game is a, as it should be, I guess it makes sense. If you make it to the World Series. You have horses. You have the horses in the stable. But like, I mean, that is, that's just on display. That's on blast. It is a pitcher's World Series. Yeah. It is a pitcher's World Series. Also, you know, it's kind of crazy. The balls haven't been flying out. I think they changed the Dude, ball. That on Jake us. conspiracy theory, man, I'll fucking hold to that. I think they changed it. They haven't been. They've been. People have been manufacturing runs. They've been a bunch yeah. of like low scoring games. Well, there were a couple homers in Yankee Stadium where you see that ball get smacked, and they're against the wall, and they're catching it on the fly, and I'm like, that should have been a home run. Yeah, that's four rows into the outfield. Yeah, that's yeah, four for rows. Sure. Into the- Less juiced, baby. Yeah. Fuck it, man. Just play with it. Yeah. Make the, just just let it you don't even know. Right. You don't even know. Here's the ball today. It feels pretty much the same to you, Justin. Yeah. But <laughs> you, we don't really know what's going to happen. Right. I fuck it. It's a variable. I'm I'm just on board. Just throw it in the play, man. Yeah. Advertise it. Just be like right. this week in baseball, the ball's juiced as fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, who cares? Yeah. Like, Bring people in. Let them reel in. Make it like a, <coughs> like a player's weekend. WWE, man. Fuck yeah. Let bring them roll out. Bring in Vince McMahon. <laughs> be like, all right, guys, it's June. You know what that means. Steroids <laughs> are legal and the ball is juiced. <laughs> Have fun. Aquino's going to hit 85 home runs <laughs> in this month. That would be... The most enjoyable version of baseball. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would have to agree. Um, Well, I mean, there is nothing kind of like watching runs get manufactured in the strategy. I love that. I take that back. But just knowing there could be another side to it where it's just mashing homers. The manufacturing of runs will always be great for us because we like baseball. But I want to see the day where it's just like, oh, yeah, the Reds hit eight home runs this Today. Today, yeah. That's, that's not weird. That's what the layman wants. Yeah. They want the hot, they want the dingers. I well, it's them. a scary thought about what happens when all these people die. Who, who are the next baseball fans? Yeah. Who are the next fans? Us, and then there's, you know, some we are We are young baseball fans. I know. We are on the lowest end of the spectrum as far as baseball fans and age. And we're 29. We're 29. Yeah, I know. We're really not even that young. I mean, oh, I no, mean, no, don't say <laughs> that. No, but like... Motherfucker. No, but like 15 to 18 year olds, you know who likes baseball? Baseball oh. players. Yeah. Kids who play baseball. Well, I mean, Tim Anderson came out and said, I don't watch baseball. It's yeah, boring. Yeah. That's hilarious. I just win batting titles because I'm a freak athlete. Yeah. and I, I could be in the NFL right now. But I like having a brain. Yeah. No shit, dude. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. And that's interesting to think of it that way. But so far, this has been a fantastic postseason. It's lived oh, up to all the hype. Excellent. The wild card games were both fantastic. All of the division series. I wish Oakland could have played. I wish Oakland could have played <sighs> Houston. Yeah, I love that race series though. Series though, and watching analytics fight analytics. Yeah, that's true. And watching how the Rays work with that bullpen. That was so fucking cool. Well, and the, you know, the Houston you Astros like- can go fuck themselves when they're talking about analytics. Oh yeah, dude, you go by the spreadsheet of the best players in the league. It's like yeah, sure, yeah. you go by the numbers, but you yeah. also just have. 
Jose Altuve, who is just a hitting machine. Yeah. Bregman. Yeah. Correa. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Alvarez, just like, I mean, yeah, nuts. You're Alvarez. Don. Yeah. Oh, and also Josh Reddick coming off the bench. Yeah. No, so, I mean, yeah, they're playing the analytics, but Pretty come smart. On. Come on. The Rays are playing the analytics. Name me three players on the fucking Rays infield. Well, well, you okay? We can because we roast them, but like someone, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, but uh, also, not shocking or surprising news: Joe Madden inked a three-year deal with the Los Angeles Angels See you later. of Anaheim. We knew that would happen. Awesome. That's the that's one of the main reasons. Not the main reason, but that's the only reason. To think that Garrett Cole doesn't go to New York. Yeah. If I, he just has a killer meeting with the Angels, and right. they're like, we're also going to go out there and get blah, 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 or whoever. Right. Oh, hey. And it's like, we got the best player of all time on our team. Yeah, and we have someone who changed the game who's going to have yeah. their elbow be fine. Yeah. And can pitch and DH. And you're in La La Land, <coughs> motherfucker. Yeah. You're in the capital of media. But you're also in the shadow of the Dodgers. And the Lakers. And the Lakers. So you're like comfortable L.A. You know what I mean? It's the it's the Mike Trout paradox. He's yeah. the greatest athlete in the game. He yeah. lives in the second biggest city in the entire country. The media hub of the United States. And, you know, Mike Trout can probably go to Trader Joe's. He'll take some pictures. Easily. He'll take some pictures, but like mm-hmm. he's not getting mobbed like he's like a YouTube star no, or no, some no, no, shit. No. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he can live in LA. Yeah. That's such a that's so fucking wild that they play such second and third fiddle out there. I mean, even the sports in Los Angeles, they're not even competing against other sports teams. They're just competing against their city. Well, you saw what the numbers that have happened and what is going on with the Rams and the Chargers. What is it? Visitors are outnumbering the home fans. Of course they are. They're by, visiting L.A. Exactly. 80%. They're go- 80%? Yes. They started playing at the Chargers game like last week. <coughs> Something like a, the Steelers song that they play. They played it in the stadium? Yes. Or no, for the Eagles. Something along those lines. But yeah, not yeah. a fight song. Just but like the unofficial. Yeah. And everyone's like, I'm not a fan of this. I want to have a home. Like... It, well, if you think about it, most people in L.A. are transplants. Yeah, no one's born and raised in L.A., and if you are, you know what you're not? A sports fan. You're also not a football fan. Yeah, certainly not. Because football not. hadn't been there for 20-plus years. Yeah, man, that's so true. Right. So you've got two teams there that no one cares about. They're just like, oh, I get to go see my hometown team play. Yeah. This is my one time to wear a Broncos jersey. Yeah, right. You know? That's so true. It's a transient city. So, yeah, that's just what's going on, and so it's... Baseball has such more of a solid tradition with the Dodgers and the Angels have been there since the 60s. So, you know, that's easier to sell. But still, the Dodgers and their winning and what they've been doing, thats they're still not even second fiddle. They're like eighth chair. You know what I mean? They're eighth chair tuba. Yeah, no shit, dude. That's So. so true. I, you know, Joe Madden smells his own farts. Loves him. He's annoying or whatever. Wears patchouli. Yeah, exactly. Makes his players meditate. All good shit. (laughs) But annoying. (laughs) Annoying. But annoying. Yeah. But I'm honestly really excited at the aspect of like a Mike Trout, veteran Mike Trout-led good team. Yeah. That's exciting, dude. Yeah. I don't know how much money they have to spend, but they need to go out and get starting pitching. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's just their best pitcher. Is, their best pitcher is their second best hitter. 
That's a that's not good. I just want to see what Joe Madden does and how long his leash. I mean, he was with the organization for thirty-one years before going to Tampa. I feel like the Angels have been like five hundred for four years. They like what? Yeah. What was their record this year? Like barely over or barely under? They were like seventy-seven and something. something. Yeah, barely over or barely under. Right. They're but they're not. They're competing with, you know, Houston for the division. Along with Oakland, so you're already two spots behind, and Oakland just finds ways to win. Yeah. So, I don't know. You just have to become dominant and know that maybe the wheels fall off in Houston in the next couple of years, and that's your time. Because Mike Trout's not leaving for ten years. Oh no, he's there like Pujols, 12, baby. Twelve, yeah. Who when his <clears throat> contract falls off? Yeah, he just did thirteen last season. That's right, thirteen. Four. That's so crazy. Thirteen, like four oh five or something. It's nuts. And that's under. Yeah. What he was projected, but whatever. So yeah, Joe Madden's there. That's good for him. Good riddance. And then the Cubs are gonna hire someone, and they're gonna immediately become a dumpster fire. They're gonna be bad, dude. They're, I can't wait uh, for the Cubs to be bad. They're gonna be bad. Like, yeah. On this isn't just me wanting them to be bad. They have the makings of a team that's about to take a dip. And that's so exciting. It's very exciting to see. I wish I would have gotten pictures of everyone's face wearing their new Cubs gear so that next year when they show up in their Reds gear, I can just call them out. Oh, <coughs> it makes be, me mad. It'll be beautiful. Talking about away team fanship. Jesus Christ. It's Wrigleyville East. Yikes. It's bad. It's so I did they hire David Ross or they hire somebody. It's like that the when they when uh, Jim Leland left the Tigers and they put Brad Ausmus there. Yeah, and it just, and it just imploded. Tanked. tanked. So I I, I I would like to see David Ross get a job. Me too. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm not, I'd like to see I'm David not a, Ross. That's get a job. that's the fans pick. Yeah, sure. Papa Papa Ross. So. But Little bit of a pivot here. We're sitting there talking about how, like, you know, the Cubs are going out there shopping for a coach. Yeah. Red legs. Yeah. We'll We're out there shopping for pieces. What tweet came through <coughs> five minutes before we sat down, dog? Uh, Bleacher Report reported they said the possible landing spots for Mookie Betts. The possible landing spot, Cincinnati. The Reds would have to give up Winker, <clears throat> Lodolo, and Santillian. Um, uh, I am okay with giving up Winker. Yeah, I am. <coughs> okay. Winker is how you get a good every day because right. you give them an above average every day. Right. Winker is like here's the pieces, pieces, pieces. But whoever you give us, if it's Betts, whoever it is, just put Winker there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put Winker there. He can hit lefties. Winker and Fenway is great. Perfect fit. Winker and Fenway's great. He'd have 15 doubles going off the big monster. Yep. He does opposite field well. He yep. flies out to left field all the time. That's a two-bagger yep. in Done. Fenway. You know? And that little pesky pole down there. like He'll eat it up. He He's good in Fenway. Yeah. That's a good fit. I'm okay with Santillian. He had a down year, but I would like to see him get rehabbed under uh, Bodie. I'm not okay with Lodolo. I don't, he, you, you don't know, you're not even close to knowing his ceiling. It's so early, but at the same time, he's projected to be like Andrew Miller. Yeah. Which could be a dominant reliever out of the pen, so maybe that's just his ceiling? Yeah. But, for one year of bats, 
That's great American, dude. Great American. Uh, sign me up. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm a little hesitant, but that's what you no, got to do. There is hesitance, but like rarely do you make a big splashy move where there isn't, you know, it's nothing's 100%. Yeah. But if you can go fucking 85% hell yeah and 15% this is scary, that's do it. That's in the paper. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. I'm I'm down with that having that cannon in right or you put I would put him in right then you put Aquino in left or you put Philly E every day in left or you go out and you sign Ozuna and put him in left. There's a lot of options. Yeah. But overall, one year removed from being the MVP can mash triple crown candidate like almost triple crown he won the MVP last year or a couple years ago and batted over 350 yeah last last year central yeah I mean last last year not yeah 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 yeah. like it's postseason whatever yeah but no that's you do that and and then you sign whatever pieces you need to play around with that you go and get that type of caliber player and know this could be the year we pounce. So you were get, you were saying that you know we make the trade for bets. It's a it's a loner. It's one a one year. year. We get him for one year. What yep. would we have to pay him? He wants to be a free agent, but you will pay him twenty some million. Yeah, you give him one year, twenty eight million. Well, because of our, he's arb. Okay. So we go to arbitration. Probably get twenty between twenty to twenty three. Yeah, that's a lot, but. That's what you need to go get. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's and if you give, if you trade away a couple pieces of the farm to get a bet like bets for twenty three. Yeah. That's a lot more money that you can go out yeah. and get a controlled player. You go yeah. out and you give DD. What what what's the highest we could give Gregorius? I think you're gonna have to give him like three fifty. How much DD Gregorius? Yeah. Sorry, Mikey just asked me to lock up. Yeah. All good. Done. Yeah. No, that's easy. No, you uh, three fifty, especially with what he's done, what he did in the first game in Houston and the postseason he's had so far, just mashing. Three fifty, three years fifty, maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, no, no you're three fifty. Yeah, yeah, three, yeah. no, three no, no, that that makes total sense. And then you give the I'll same. I'll sign up for that. I give DD three three years fifty eight. Ah, that's fucking, too much. I mean, but if we're if we're if we're going in there and we get bets. And then we need it. Then you go and you get Jismani Grundle. And now you have an offense. A squad. You have an offense that's like, oh shit, followed by, oh shit, who's starting today? Yeah, right. Castillo, Gray, Gray Bauer. That Bauer outage, baby. Oh, I'm so excited. Speaking of Bauer, did you see what Lorenzen said? No, what did he say? He is working with Bauer on increasing his velocity. He said, I am, I am a freak. I have. One of I'm one of the most in shape baseball players right now. How do I not have a 99 to 100 mile per hour fastball? And Bauer said, "I got you. Come with me, and we're gonna go to driveline. Ooh, baby! And they're gonna work on increasing his velocity. Oh, that's exciting, dude. That's Mikey the type Biceps of shit. Piping up 97, 98. No, he wants to hit trip didge. Yeah, because he's already hit 97. Yeah. No, he wants to hit like he wants to get up there. I think he can do it. I'm so fascinated by this whole driveline thing. Just like the minutia of pitching. You got Trevor Bauer working with Mikey Biceps, and it's like, try putting a little bit of weight on the ball of your foot here right? to give you an extra half mile per hour. Drop your like elbow. the science of it. Just a scotch. Yeah, and just on- whip it. 
That's, yeah, no. See, that's the shit I'm psyched on. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And the, the whole... Kyle Bodie came and said, like, the Reds just gave me the best offer. As soon as he said, as soon as I was done meeting with the Reds, I knew I wasn't going anywhere else. So, like, that kind of. Castillo Bauer as well, a pitcher guy? Well, yeah. what else could you Minor work? leagues and who we can work with and yeah, fix. And, and, yeah. Having complete control and knowing that they're all in on this. Yeah, baby. They're, he said the Reds get it. So, like, on top of that, like, dude. There is no reason to not be more excited to see what they do. Already, during playoff baseball, this tweet comes through. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. The season's not even close to being over. It's, yeah. We and have this is world. already, if this is, if this is like a barometer, this points to a very fun offseason for nasty boys and nasty girls. That's right. Yeah. I'm so geeked, man. <coughs> dude, I'm, I'm so fucking geeked. So I was coming in here thinking, oh, we're not going to have a whole lot to talk. And oh, then ding, wait. ding. And now we're Mookie good. Bets and the Reds in the same sentence. You wouldn't have thought about that three years ago. And just like you said, man, the fact that this tweet pops up in October. Yeah. Not not January, not December, not November. October 16th. October 16th, man. We're fucking... We're, we're two weeks away. We're two weeks out from the regular season, man. So exciting. Well, uh, yeah. And the Red Sox need to reload their farm. Yeah. They need us. What you need, baby. What you need. Give it. Oh, that's so exciting. That makes me... I'm geeked. Beyond happy. Just geeked. Speaking of geeked, we're going to talk about your boys team. Oh, my dear friend Trevor Von Gott. Von? Trevor Von Gott. Yeah, it's his daddy's name is Von. That's tight. Yeah, and Trevor, he is about to ship back down to Jupiter, Florida. Get into train mode. Yeah. Yeah, no. Sends his best wishes. Just missed him. Yeah, just missed him. But uh, we're going to take his friends down a peck. Yeah, we are. Hey, Trevor, you know these guys? Tell them we said these things. Yeah, send them to him, baby. Tag them on the Instagram. Speaking of tagging, you can always follow along with the slideshow in the description. So click the hyperlink. I I I don't do these for me. Do it, bro. Do it for you. I know what these idiots look like. Speaking of this one, owner Charles B. Johnson. Uh-huh. <laughs> he looks like the bad guy from The Last Crusade if he had diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> also, Charles bought the Giants in 2012 and is a huge Republican and has donated millions to campaigns for Trump, Boehner, and Mitt Romney. Hell yeah. Which may be, read the room before you buy a team in one of the most liberal cities. San Francisco. Read the room, Chucky B. Yeah, what are you doing? No one would have cared if you would have bought did, did this shit and bought the Kansas City Royals. It's a fact. Dude, that's very on brand. They boycotted the Giants. Really? Yeah. The city did. Yeah. No, not because of what he did. They were just terrible. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Zippy zap. But no, like they came out and like he donated to a super PAC that was like black Americans for President Trump. He donated a million dollars. And people were like, don't that's do weird. that. Don't do that here. Yeah, that's not our that's not our vibe. Not the move. Not quite. Uh, yeah, Charles B. Johnson. It's hard roasting these owners, man. I feel like we've roasted this guy eight times already this season. <laughs> He's just got such standard billionaire face. He's got those fucking lizard eyes. <laughs> Charles B. Johnson, he just sends a, a chill down my spine. It, he looks like he kisses his daughters on the mouth, but he hasn't kissed his wife on the mouth in 15 years. He's <laughs> got a real creepy vibe to him. Who knows what he knows, man? I don't know what any of them know, and it's scary. 
Oh, Farhan Zaidi. The G, the president of baseball operations. He doesn't look like a president of baseball operations. He looks like he's about to tell me I have three months to live. <laughs> yeah, he's a doctor. <laughs> Mr. DeVore, it's inoperable. <laughs> um, he started out as an AGM of the A's and the GM of the Dodgers, and now he's the president of baseball operations in San Francisco. So he's like a, f- a hired Farhan. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love hired Farhan. <laughs> I was thinking about when I was typing it. I'm like, Lee's going to like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a big sounds like joke. So, I love that. Love a good turn of phrase here. Uh, Farhan is the first ever Muslim GM in professional sports. Shout out. And if the Giants keep going like they have the past few seasons, he'll be the last. Yeah, first and the last. <laughs> good job, Farhan. Yeah, we'll bookend it. Oh, man. Farhan Zadie, his head looks like a girl didn't do a good job shaving her knee. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to do, man. Yeah, this little dude, it looks like he, he's he got a, like a very rich person vibe. It looks like he plays polo on ponies. <laughs> little shrimpy boy. Farhan, Farhan, you killed RFK. RFK. Also, I just think he looks like a Muslim George Costanza. Oh, for sure. I like that. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Just him yelling at uh, just Steinbrenner like, ah! We got to trade Bumgarner. <laughs> we got to trade Bumgarner. <laughs> That's a good George. Thank you. I've gotten, I've gotten okay at it. That was a good George. Uh, manager Bruce Bochy. He was born in France, which really? makes him one of eight players ever. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know that. But he looks Military like, baby, I guess. Yeah, that that's makes exactly. Sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he looks like he thinks of fine cheese as Kraft American singles. Hell yeah, baby. You give me that fine cheese, the squeeze kind. Ooh. Ooh, baby, boy, <laughs> topping these Triscuits. If there's nitrous in that cheese, that's cheese. I'm sucking it. <laughs> uh, Bruce Bochy, you got any other burns on him? He's a hard man to burn. No, he has Especially one. on his last year. Yeah, no, he, he top-notch facial hair game. Very good. Facial hair hall of fame. Agreed. The goatee goat. The goatee? Dude, the goatee. That's strong. I mean, he's gone through goatees. He's had full beards. He's had very ripping mustaches. Oh, so good. I mean, top notch. His mustache is so healthy. It just looks like it just looks like a beard without the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. His mustache while managing the Padres was amazing. Yeah, it's it's really good. He looks like a follically gifted Bruce Willis. <laughs> just Bruce Willis with a little hair hair going on. And I was telling you about this. His uh. Just coached for so long. Forever. Same division. Yeah. One division. Wow. One division for like 20 years. Two teams, yeah. So crazy. Longer than that, he took the Padres to the World Series. Uh, yeah, in 98, 98 with Trevor Hoffman and the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cody against Gwynn, the Yankees. Ken Caminiti. Yeah, I remember that squad. Yeah, in his, in his career as a coach, he coached so long. He was almost 500 in the regular season. He mm. was like... A thousand and one hundred and a thousand and one hundred and twenty. Yeah. Or some shit. Very close. Regular season as a coach, 497 winning percentage. Uh, postseason as a manager, 571 winning percentage. If you, I looked at that. If you take out those Padres, yeah. it's 679. Unbelievable. Well, think about. Almost more impressive than three World Series in a single decade with the Giants is just getting the Padres to the World Series. Insane. How crazy is that? That that team was like still the Padres. Right. They had Tony Gwynn, 
But like, yeah, their main their main guy after Tony Gwynn was Caminetti. They, they weren't a world beating team. Kevin Brown was he pitching where the Padres in '98? Yes. Kevin Brown was their big stud. Yeah, but like, I, I went through and looked at their roster and I remembered a couple names. But like, that's the more impressive thing. Right, he took the San Diego fucking Padres to Yankee Stadium in a World Series. Got swept, but yeah, but still impressive. He was there. Yeah, it, I'm just glad Gwyn got to go to one. Yeah, me too. And Bochi be the name. Bochi. Thank God. you, Chris Bochi. God, you'll be missed. You'll I, be missed in the league. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. I, 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 I've always liked Bruce Bochy as much as I hated those Giants teams because they beat the Reds over and over and over, over and over. I mean, you got game respect game. Gotta you can't and hate Bruce Bochy. The way he used his bullpen changed baseball. Yeah, he was the first guy to go into the bullpen a little early and have like Match-ups. specialty pieces. Yep, go really matchup heavy. Rest in peace, Bruce Bochy. Have fun in Panama or wherever yeah, you're going. Wherever you're going. Uh, bam! Catcher Buster Posey. Buster Posey's full name is Gerald Dempsey Posey the Third. But he goes by Buster. That's right. That'd be like having the name William John Devore the Fourth and going by Billy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There it is, baby. Uh, Buster Posey looks so wholesome. He looks like his parents are a pumpkin patch. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. His mom's a corn maze. <laughs> I was in between pump. Uh, I was in between saying he's so wholesome, and he looks like a, his parents are a pumpkin patch, or he looks so wholesome he could be a crossroads model. Yeah, one of those. Hell yeah, he's got a real white cup vibe going. Yeah, on he can hold a Bible and point like I'm having fun. Yeah, I'm just a youth leader. That's right. Buster Posey. He looks like he could tell you where a cow is from just by tasting their milk. <laughs> he's Napoleon Dynamite. He's, a, he's a milk sommelier. Is what he is. He's got a real refined palate for whole milk. Oh, man. Here's my sounds like joke. Buster Posey sounds like a crude way to say you took a girl's virginity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, me and this girl had to go Buster Posey. Posey gotta go Buster Posey. Yeah. Yeah, you know Stacy? Buster Posey. Buster Posey, baby. Ring around that Posey. No more. Pocket full of condoms. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's all I got on the bus, man. The world, the Grand Slam heard around the world. Ugh. Off of Matt Latos' big hanging curveball. I will never forget it. Me either. I was it. watching it with my mom and dad and girlfriend at the time at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Never forget that Grand Slam. That was brutal. Yeah. I remember, well, I... See, I have it blocked from my memory. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where I was watching. I was watching it with Jake on the couch in Clifton, and it's just like... Oh, God damn it. Oh, son of a bitch. Um, third baseman, Evan Longoria. Evan Longoria looks like he thinks Coldplay is heavy metal. Yeah, baby, rock on, <laughs> That dude. shit's hard. You guys ever hear Creed? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love Pearl Jam. This shit rips. Uh, Evan Longoria looks like he's the type of guy who yells at his toddler in a brewery. That's fact. Nailed it. On a leash. <laughs> a Get leash. over here. Just <laughs> grabs him, just... Pulls him down. <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch. I'm trying to drink this Boston lager. Don't you get it? <laughs> don't you, my time. Don't you get it? <laughs> Evan Longoria, uh, if you look deep into his face, he looks like he was born in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a grimy look to him. He, wa- he has won a World Series championship, had a couple really killer years in the league, and he still... Wait. You said a World Series championship? Did he not win a World Series? No. Well, either way, he's accomplished a lot. Yes, sorry. And No, no, you're right. Call me out, baby. 
I just assumed. Uh, but it still looks like he only talks about how hard he owned in high school. <laughs> yeah, those were the days, man. Dude, I owned it. I was on it. Center field, Kevin Pillar. Pillar, Pillar, yeah, whatever. Kevin Pillar was traded midseason from the Blue Jays to the Giants. I just can't believe they let that bird fly from the nest. <laughs> bird face. Yeah, my God. Mostly top of the face. <laughs> It's. I mean, it's got to be tough playing so close to the bay and not skip the game and dive bomb into the ocean for lunch. <laughs> for food. <laughs> I smell it. Oh, man, that's good. Uh, he also looks like the brawny man fucked a Lego man. There it is. It's the head. The ratio head is it's too off. It's bad. The space between the nose and his chin is so much smaller than the space between the, his nose and the top of his head. Yes. It's just, his face is way all off. And his eyes are so far apart. Man, I tell you what, doing this podcast, you really break down the human face. Yeah, it's very flawed. And my God, this guy, he's just asymmetrical. He doesn't look good. No, <laughs> he does not he, look He looks good like the age progression rendering of a missing boy. <laughs> you know, like, here's what he looked like with a beard in 10 years or whatever. <laughs> Kevin Pillar looks like he would call you out if he thought you were peeing in a pool. Like, if he looked over in the shallow end and you, like, looked happy, he would scream out to everyone yeah. what you were doing. Peeing! Yeah, that guy's peeing. Cool. I'm Kevin P. Lar. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin P. Lar. I'm Kevin P. Nark. Hell P- yeah, baby. Also beautiful. P. Lar. I think he's a free agent. Wouldn't hate it. I mean, outfield piece, though. Eh. Minor league invitee. Yeah, right. Right field, Mike Yastrzemski. Mike looks like if Luke Perry had no lips. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, man. I, mine is so bad. Uh, Mike, you're a scrimpsky. He looks like a chip off the old block if that block was made of poop. <laughs> that <laughs> was a on. good one, right? Yeah. And wow. uh, we know he didn't use steroids because he was in the minors for seven years. So long. Kept it clean. He got drafted yeah. out of high school by the Red Sox in 09. Because of the last name. Because of the last name. And he was like, nah, fuck that. Yep. Went, to, went to Vandy. He got drafted his first year of eligibility. Yep. Turned it down. Yep. He went like 34th round to the 24th round. And then the third go around, he got drafted by the Orioles in like the 14th round yep. or something. And he it. said, I'll take that. And I don't know. I mean, solid fucking player, man. He was solid this season. Fun to watch. And uh, Mike Yastrzemski, it was fun to watch. Yes. The coolest thing in baseball happened. Mike, uh, you know, his grandpa went out. And he hit a tater. His grandpa went out, and they threw the, he threw the first pitch to his grandson at fucking Fenway. It's pretty badass. And then he hit a bomb at Fenway, yeah. and Fenway erupted. Yeah, they did. Which, when does that ever happen? That was really cool that they did that. That was awesome. Give that's, it up to the boss heads. That's just so fucking cool. I do love... It's been a cool thing. You got Yastrzemski, Biggio, Guerrero, Bachet, all these names. It's yeah. pretty fun. It's pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. Madison Bumgardner, future free agent. Uh, he looks like if Jim Halpert got kicked by a horse. Oh, that's excellent. Yes, man. He looks like if Jim Halpert grew up on Dwight's farm. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. That's so fucking that's perfect. That's a good one. Uh, okay. I hate this one, but I also love it. Hit it. His nickname is Mad Bum, which is what I call diarrhea. Hit it. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Angry Bum. Angry Bum. You got you an angry bum? You could got a Mad Bum Bum there, Bill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, my Mad Bum's so angry. <laughs> 
Madison Bumgarner looks like a Westworld robot who couldn't stop hurting people. <laughs> <laughs> There's something programmed in him, man. That's all he had. Dude, he's sponsored by Carhartt. Wow. And Ford. Couldn't be more on brand. No. And I think we talked about it last year. When he got married, he got married to his high school sweetheart. Of course. You know. And they got married in North Carolina, and they got he got married in an unbuttoned white collar shirt. Love it. Jeans with his pocket knife hanging out the side. Hell yeah, man. Florida Georgia line officiated it. <laughs> Tandem. <laughs> Fuck yeah. He is of the, he is a hillbilly. Yeah, he is such a hillbilly. I mean, he missed part of last season with a broken shoulder because he flipped ATV? an ATV. Yeah, he's a hillbilly, man. Uh... He's, we were talking about the juice balls. He's been outspoken about the juice balls. He, mm. like, talks about it. Just a couple days ago, there was an article about him talking. He's like, I think it's pretty obvious yeah. that the ball is juiced. And he talks about it. And he was quoted about the juice ball situation. He said, whenever I used to chew on baseballs a few years ago, that was way different feeling than from when I bite into them now. <laughs> so I can guarantee you... And trust me, brother, I've been eating baseballs my whole life, or just chewing on them. They're so good to chew on. It's just the rawhide. And I'm telling you, here right now, brother, as Mad Bum is my name, them balls is juice. They don't taste the same. I know it. You know what the best kind of chew is? Rawlings. Rawlings, rawhide. And them ain't raw, them's juice. Oh, man. You think I'm some sort of queer? I don't want juice. What I mean, are we talking about? I want tan high. <laughs> yeah, I want to chew on leather. <laughs> I want to chew on fucking leather. I ain't gay. I just chew on a red man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's my favorite thing is a redneck. I ain't gay. Just so gay. But I love stuff in my mouth. You <laughs> know what I mean? so gay. Big, thick, wild in my mouth. Oh, man. What you, mad bum. So good. He's going to make a shit ton of money. Do you think he's going to... I don't think he stays. I think the Yankees might pick him up and be... Have an embarrassment of riches, or what's a thirty-year-old Bumgarner as a free agent get? That's interesting because look at Keuchel yeah. and what happened with him. Decent. No, one year four, one year thirteen. He didn't get the long-term deal. That's what I'm saying. Like, de- like, what do you do? I mean, I. You know what? Wouldn't shock me. Him in a White Sox uniform. They've got money. They've got money, and they're willing to spend it. And they've got some pieces to move to spend. Yeah, to get they were in the they were in the Machado race. Yeah, I I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, that wouldn't be too crazy. I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities. Oh, um, bad bum. Maybe skips across the bay, goes to, down south to the Angels. Oh yeah, that wouldn't. That would make a lot of sense. They have to get a big arm. Yeah, they do. That's got to be their splash. You can't go out and get a bat when you got Trout, Otani, and Pujols in your yeah. lineup. Think about the last dominant pitching that was in Anaheim. And they were brothers. Who was it? The Weavers. Oh, yeah, Jared Weaver. Jared and Jeff. Yeah. Those are the only two that really come to mind for me. Yeah. Off the rip. Like, who was the last good... I think of the Weavers, and then I fucking think of Nolan Ryan. Yeah. That's and then, like, like, Mike Abbott, the guy with the stump hand. Oh, um, that's not true. Uh, teeth. Big horse teeth. Chicago, Boston. Lackey. John Lackey. That's the other one I can think he of. He was their horse. He was their horse for the World Series. He was their horse teeth. Yeah. He yeah. Was. <laughs> 
Don't worry, worry about the horse. Load the tea. He was worried. He was their workhorse tea. Yeah, he was. Um, and last but not least, Johnny Cueto. Uh, he looks like a predator who's trying to eat himself to death. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, also, Johnny was on the IL for most of last season and then this season. Yeah. For being obese. Just chunky. Just fat. Just couldn't hit those line to lines, dude. I miss him. Me too, man. I miss him. A look lot. At, look at him looking like Captain Black Sparrow. <laughs> but that deal hasn't worked out for them. As much as, as bummed as I am, like, that he left... It's, I mean, he had Tommy John. He was out most of last year, most of this year. Yeah. Injured. It just sucks. And I hope he bounces back next year. When he came back, he had five innings, one hit baseball. Yeah. Like seven Ks. Yeah. He still has it. It's just his arm. And is he willing to put the work in to get back into shape? It's the work. And according to his body shape, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Who did we get in that trade? Um, we got a bucket of balls, two steaks, and a fungal bat. <laughs> um, we got Finnegan, Lamb. Was that Duvall? No. No. Finnegan, Lamb, and, um, Reed. Oh, so. The top three pitchers in the Royals organization that were touted as, like, uh, like, they were top 25 pitching yeah. pitchers in all of Nothing minor league happened. baseball. That's not true. Cody Reed could come back and still be a dominant lefty. He just, his kneecap got fucked this yeah. year. Yeah. You know, he took a ball off of it. I, I don't remember if it broke or not, but it's fucked. And he was, he had a great, he was God, having a great season. Oh, fuck yeah, that would be the most painful thing ever. Lamb. That what a, fucking guy. He, we, we, we non-tendered his ass, and then he went to Tampa. And if Tampa can't fix you. You're not getting fixed, dog. You're, you're out. Yeah. And Finnegan went to driveline, has fixed his fastball, and has looked better, but he's still rehabbing and had some decent numbers in AAA. So, there's still some hope, but still, god damn it. Yeah. What are you going to do? We traded him too late. Didn't get the pieces we needed. Nope. But, um, let's uh, round third and have our own. Diving in like Petey Rose, baby. Right into that 16-year-old. Oh, yeah, dog. Yeah. Um, let's see. I've got some dates coming up. I am, uh... Here at Go Bananas next Wednesday, the 23rd. Yeah. On Saturday, the 26th, I'm doing Kelly Collette's Murderino, the Murderino Ball. Is that the... That's not the Hocus Pocus thing she's doing. No, right? it's not the Hocus Pocus thing. It's uh, Murderinos are fans of the My Favorite Murder podcast. Got it. So it should be a fun show. I get to do all my uh, serial killer material. Looking forward to that. That's the 26th. Look for more on Instagram for that. Um... That's in the Liberty Exhibition Hall. Yes, okay. I didn't know exactly where it was. That is where we did Party Bus. Party Bus, yeah. You guys are in the upstairs. We were in the basement. Fuck yeah, dude. Yep. What are you going to do? And um, November 7th through the 10th, I am opening up for Mark Shalfu at Go Bananas. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that'll be fun. You doing like the long host set thing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. What about you, doggy? Uh, bop, bop, bop. Friday. I was about to say, this third Friday. Hubba, hubba, hubby. Yeah, Come to the hub. Great lineup. It's a great show. Um, Spark is not on it. He was misunderstood, whatever. Okay. So it's like Angie Healy, Gwen Sunkel. It's still a bitchin' show. It's a great lineup. Come out. It's going to be awesome. Kelly won't be there. It's just me hosting. Oh, fuck yeah. So that'll be fun. And then, um, 
November 7th, 8th, and 9th, I will be at Super Dope Comedy Festival in... Dayton! Wiley's, that's dope. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be a fun one, man. Dan yeah. runs a hell of a festival up yeah, there. Yeah, he does. Dan was like, I need shirts. I was like, cool, I forgot to submit. And he's like, you're fine. Cool. <laughs> cool. We'll figure it out. Yeah, let's do so. So that'll be fun, man. It's my first out-of-town festival. Very exciting. And then uh, I'll have more dates for November and December. Um, I'm doing a bunch of stuff with Ricky in January. So we're going, finally going to Wisconsin to do stand-up. We're doing it in a theater. That'll nice. be cool. That'll be great, That'll man. be really cool. So I'm pretty pumped. So a lot of cool stuff going on. Getting back on the road a little bit. What you gotta do, daddy And then the album's gonna come out whenever I fucking feel like it. Stop whenever asking me. Comes up. Stop asking me. Yeah. I'm working on it. Do you have Do you have money to put it on vinyl? Yeah. Do you wanna... Do you have Do you have that to watch leave your bank account for three months? No? Okay, it's coming out. I promise. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. <laughs> I've just had so many people bring it up. I'm like, I promise. I have it. It's done. It's just... People want to buy it. I And that's a great... It's a great problem to have. It's a good problem. Make them wait. Yeah, for sure. Give them a break. Yeah. So, um, I don't. I think we did it all. I think so, brother. That was a great episode. That was a good pod here from the green room at Go Bananas. It was the red room tonight, baby. Yeah, it was. That's right. In the brown room, I farted a lot. Yeah, well, so did I. What are we gonna do? Get out of here. Yeah, we probably should. We gotta go. I love you, Bill. I love you too. And I love you guys. Go red legs. Stay nasty. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses ForgeFX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.